0: Thank uh-huh.
1: Good morning, church. Good morning. I forgot to loop the uh, announcements. So some of you didn't get to see all those uh, and I just realized at the end. Um, That's all right. Good morning. Welcome to church uh, on this uh, beautiful, uh, slightly rainy uh, late June day. But
2: the sun is shining. It is. And it's it's green and beautiful birds are still chirping. Life is continuing
1: and the uh, rain stopped yesterday just in time for the uh, our Norwalk High School high school seniors to graduate. So congratulations, well, congratulations. to all of you. Congratulations! Uh, I know that you are very glad and excited <laughs> and, and also very happy to have that ceremony uh, yesterday. We drove by and uh, you look beautiful out there in your purple. Um, so congratulations. Um, just a reminder that uh, this week, we start our official uh, first week of our book study. We had a kind of an unofficial gathering with everyone last week on Zoom. And then we're gonna start meeting uh, with chapter one for our White Fragility book. Um, we'll read chapter one and then discuss it, two groups at 11 or 6 p.m. So if you've uh, signed up for that, um, you will have uh, received communication. Um, if you have any questions or didn't get something, then let us know. Uh, we have
2: one more week before our virtual mission trip yes.
1: uh, starts for the youth group. So those
2: of you that are both Cairo and CYF age, uh, six through 12, who have just finished six through 12th grade, um, that's for you. So one more week and then we'll be starting it. And there there will be opportunities um each morning for you to go online and you'll view what it is that, uh, that you can do. And then later in the evening, um, there's certain evenings that we will be gathering uh, weather permitting in our South church parking lot. Uh, And we'll each bring our chairs and we'll uh, sit down and talk about the day and, and what we got out of that and where we saw God and just, um, even the challenges of how it's different when you're doing it on your own than when you're doing it right beside the same people, even though we know that we're each doing it together, but just in a different way. And so uh, we'll be discussing all of those uh, things as we go through out our mission time together.
1: Um, if you have any prayer concerns, just uh, post those uh, in the comment section or uh, email those to us uh, this week. On Wednesday, our reopening uh, committee is going to meet um, to continue that discussion and to um, dig more into uh, physical worship and what that might look like and when we might uh, resume that. And so that's uh, on Wednesday and um, so be in prayer for that committee. Um, and our church board uh, will meet again on the third Monday of July. So that that will be coming up after that meeting.
2: Yeah. Um, Don't forget, we still have our farmers market that's meeting in our yep. uh, church parking lot every Friday. Um and for our children and our youth, um, during the summer we're gonna continue to do some things, but it might not be every week. Um and so uh as those get get created and get uh, scheduled, then um we'll let people know.
1: Yeah, and uh Zoom uh Coffee Fellowship right after church. So
2: yeah.
1: um we are uh our theme this morning is around welcome and what it means to welcome others and to be welcomed. Um and I invite us just uh, for a moment. Um, to spend uh, some time breathing and just feeling that welcome of God uh, wherever you are. Um, Usually when we talk about God welcoming us, we are um, talking about being in a church sanctuary, but we're learning uh, during this time that God can welcome us wherever we are. And that truth um, from the very beginning of human history uh, that we're relearning that God's presence is with us, God's spirit is with us. So I invite you just to perhaps close your eyes to focus on your breathing and to feel God's welcoming embrace. Maybe take two more deep breaths and breathe out whatever it is that might be holding you back this morning, whatever anxiety or fear or question or maybe a doubt you just breathe that out. If you haven't already, grab your supplies for communion. And then we are going to join in our call to worship, which comes to us uh, from Psalm 13. And read together the words in yellow. Um, it's a repeated phrase throughout. So kids, if you're sitting there watching, you might want to scream that phrase out. After we say it once, you're going to know what it is. So join us uh, in this reading. We've come to worship, to sing and pray and hear God's words because God's God's love love lasts forever. Even when God seems far away, we know God's God's love love lasts forever. That's the line you're yelling out, okay? Even when nothing is going wrong and we're ready to give up, we know God's God's love love lasts forever. forever. When people treat us badly, we know God's,
2: God's love, love lasts
1: forever. Lasts forever. And one more time, say it loud. When we are all alone and when we feel like no one loves us, we know God's, God's love, love lasts, lasts forever. forever. Let us worship God together. And we're going to sing, uh, we haven't sang this song in a while. This was our theme song for our. Uh, capital campaign a while back. And it's just a great song about welcome. And as we're singing, think about how we're reinterpreting that welcome of Christ in our lives today.
0: Children tell how hearts learn to forgive. Built on hopes and dreams and visions, rock of faith and thoughts of grace. Here's the love of Christ, shall in visions. Oh, Let us build the house where prophets speak, and words are strong and true. Where all God's children dare to seek, to dream God's reign anew. Here the Christ shall stand as witness, and a symbol of God's grace. We're the one we claim, the faith of Jesus, always.
1: join together in our unison prayer comes to us from Romans 6. Maybe. (laughs) God God of of grace, you have brought brought us from from captivity captivity to freedom, freedom, from from despair despair to hope, from death to to life. Holy
2: Holy is your
1: name. We gather together in your presence with gratitude gratitude and and praise for all that you have have done for us. us. May the presence presence of of your Holy Holy Spirit inspire our our worship. May our words and music and our our very lives bring honor and glory to you. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, whose death and resurrection have brought us everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And I think it's time for our children's sermon.
2: All right. Oliver Wyatt. I'm
1: going to step out for a minute. It's my break time.
2: Oh, there you go. There you go. Come here, Oliver. Come say hi to everyone. Can you say hello? hello? Hello. What kind of shirt is that? Is that a Batman shirt? That's pretty cool. So, I have a question for you. Um, do you know what it means to welcome someone? What does that mean? You all know? Um, have you ever been welcomed somewhere? How do you know if you don't know what it means to be welcome? Do you feel welcomed at when you go to your school? Do you feel welcome when you come into our church? Do you feel welcome when you walk into a friend's house? Do you feel welcome walking into a grandparent's house? Yeah. Are you going to talk at all today? No. Okay. Um, yeah. So today we're talking about what it means, uh, to be welcome and to welcome someone. Oh, I think somebody's here. Bodhi. Hi, Bodie. Welcome. Uh, welcome to you. <laughs> hey, I have a question yeah. for you, Bodhi. Do you feel welcome when you come in our home? I do. I just walk right in. (laughs) You really should lock the door. (laughs) Yeah, I love having you over, Bodie. So I have a question for you. Um, Have you ever been anywhere where you haven't felt welcome? Well, yes, but I don't like to reflect on that. Oh, It's kind of sad. Does it hurt you on the inside? Right here, right here. Yeah, you know there they are places that I haven't felt welcome, and it it doesn't make me feel good on the inside either. No. It's kind it, of sad. It does. It makes me feel really sad, and it makes me feel well, like I'm not invited. Yeah, but do you know how I feel when I go somewhere that I can tell people want me there? Yeah. That's how I yeah. feel. I feel really, really excited. And I'm like, yay, these are my people. These are my friends. These are people that love me. Or This is a place that wants me to, to be here. Um, and I think that's what we all want, right? Yeah. Oliver, do you like going places where you're not welcome? No, you don't.
1: <laughs>
2: you don't.
0: You you're know right. what else
1: is fun? What else is fun, Bodhi? you welcome someone like you you invite somebody over or 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 have a party or give somebody some food and say here you go when you share the joy and welcome that's fun too
2: i do love that i love 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 having people over hey do you like inviting your friends over yeah do you want to invite some friends over sometime yeah why do you like inviting them over Because why? Because it's fun and you get to play. Yeah, we invite people over, we're welcoming and we love being welcomed. And I think that's because all of us deep down, one, we're created for community. We're created to where um, we interact with other people but we also really, really both, uh, or all of us really, really crave having Others love us and accept us for who we are. And one of the great things about Jesus, guess what? What? Is that he loved and accepted everyone. Everyone? Everyone. That's pretty great. It is. It's pretty crazy, right? It was this radical idea to love everyone. He even said, Pray for your enemies. I know, right? As enemies? (laughs) Not seeing enemies, but pray. That's. That's going to be Bodie's joke for today, folks. But yeah, but to pray for everyone. And that's great. Oh, welcome, Oliver. We get to welcome Oliver back. So today our message is going to be about welcoming. And so we need to pay attention so that we can be good at welcoming people and so that we can accept other people's welcome. Okay. So Oliver and Bodie, can y'all pray with me? Okay. Repeat after me. Welcoming God. Welcoming God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for welcoming us. Thank you for welcoming us. May we welcome others. May we welcome others. And accept others hospitality.
1: And accept others hospitality.
2: In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All that's right. A hard guys. word. That was. Hospitality, hospitality is yeah. a hard word. Do you know what that means? I'm going to the hospital. No, no, it doesn't. That wouldn't be very nice if I sent you to a hospital unless well, you needed to thinking, go. But you're the pastor. <laughs> so, no, hospitality is when you welcome people in, when you offer them something to drink, some oh, water. Some bread to eat. Speaking of which, yeah, I'm a little thirsty. You mind if I accept your hospitality and get some water? Absolutely, Bodhi. Bye. Go help yourself. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bodhi. Thanks for coming. Yeah, so today we're talking all about welcoming and what that's like. And part of us being welcoming as a church is making sure that we take care of everyone and that we love everyone, um, regardless of what they may offer the church. And part of that is through our offerings that we provide the church. And some of us uh, give of our time, some of us give of our resources, our talents, um, and so that those are beautiful things, and we want to to celebrate those things, and we want to to pray over those things. So um, if you're able to financially give to the church, then you can give uh, either by sending a physical check to 701 Main Street here in Norwalk, Iowa, or you can go to NorwalkCC.org back, uh, backslash give. Um, and if you'd like an, to do an online donation, um, if you are one of those that continues to volunteer and give of your time and of yourself, um, we thank you so much. Um, your prayers, your love, uh, everything that you give on behalf of Christ to our community. Um, we just want to thank God for right now.
1: And let us uh, sing our doxology um, as we uh celebrate our gifts oh helps if we have music unless marty wants to sing it all by herself again uh, no no no
2: again
0: <laughs> praise god from whom all blessings flow praise him all creatures here below Praise Him above we we Praise Father, Son, and Amen.
1: Let us pray. Dear God, we give you thanks for these good gifts, for all the gifts that are shared virtually by male, uh, shared amongst ourselves, Lord, and we thank you for the gifts that you give us, uh, gifts of welcome and love, gifts of faith. In the name of you, the giver of all that is good, we pray. Amen. Uh, We have a few uh, prayer concerns to share. We do. One one thing uh, in a couple hours, uh, we'll be um, joining the family of Carolyn Huchel at Norwalk Cemetery as uh, she's having a committal service today. Yeah. And the family had being that it was winter, wanted to wait um, and it got uh, postponed at least once, but um, we're excited. It's a small private service, but do uh, keep in prayer uh, the Kuechel family as we uh, uh, commit uh, Carolyn uh, to the Norwalk Cemetery.
2: God of love.
1: Hear our prayers.
2: Um, We have one thing to celebrate today. Today is Jasmine Reiner's birthday. Um, She's 12 today. Uh, Last Sunday was her sister's birthday. Both of them just happened to fall on Sundays this year. So we get to uh, publicly say happy birthday to both of them. So happy birthday Jazzy. and let's see, we have uh, several prayer requests, actually. Uh, Rosalie Johnson, um, her granddaughter, Kaylee, um, who's 24. Um, some of you might know her. She has two young kids. Um, she had a melanoma surgery and um, they took out uh, six lymph nodes um, and one was cancerous. And so she's going to undergo uh, immunotherapy treatments and we will periodically have those uh, full body scans to ensure there's no spreading. So um, prayers for Kaylee and for her family during this time. God of healing.
1: Hear our prayers.
2: Um, we want to also be in prayer right now for uh, Susan Ward um, and her sister-in-law, Jerry, as Susan's sister, John, passed this week. God of resurrection. Hear our prayers. Um, Roger Ballard is uh, currently in the hospital after having a successful uh, surgery this week. Um, he uh, had a, a rupture that part of his bowel was uh, was inside the rupture, and so uh, needed to have surgery to to make sure that all flowed smoothly and and uh, he was no longer in pain. Uh, he is doing well and uh, should be home uh, shortly. God of healing, Hear our prayers. Um, Mike Davis's friend Bonnie, uh, her mother Mary McCall, uh, passed this week. So be in prayer for for Bonnie and all of Mary's friends and family. God of resurrection, hear our prayers. Um, my great aunt uh, Aunt Lee, um, she's uh, gonna turn a hundred in September, but she fell this past week and um, is not uh, able to move around like uh, she normally has been. And so. Um,
1: prayers for aunt Lee. God of healing. Hear our prayers.
2: Um, Betty and Lauren Williams, son, David, uh, and his wife, Judy. Uh, let's keep them in our prayers as Judy's mom passed this week. God of resurrection.
1: Hear our prayers.
2: And uh, if there are any other prayer concerns.
1: I think so.
2: All right, Um, let us go to God in prayer. Uh, Beautiful people, if you have any other uh, things you want us to lift up, uh, do, uh, do comment with those or send those to us and we'll make sure that those make it to the Tuesday update. Let's take in a deep breath. If you need to put your feet flat on the floor, if you need to look straight up, you need to look down or fold your hands, whatever you need to do right now to just be in God's presence, I invite you to do now. Gracious God, there are times that uh, we can come to you and our words flow easily and there are times that we come to you and we don't quite know what to say. There are times that we come to you and we're angry. There are times that we're hurt. we are times that We're so happy and our smiles and faces are just beaming with pride and joy. Gracious God, you're there for all of it, through all of it. And you give us this great community of faith that has faith in you and faith in each other to go through all of these these emotions, to go throughout all of life. Gracious God, thank you for inviting us and for welcoming us and for always loving us. All of these requests and all of the ones that are on our hearts that we just aren't quite ready to mention, we lay before you. As we pray that prayer, our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Our Our Father, Father, who art in heaven,
1: heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom kingdom come,
2: come, thy thy will will be done. done
1: on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread
2: and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into
1: temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Would you like to read for us our scripture?
2: to read our scripture for us. Our uh, scripture this morning comes from the gospel of Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 through 42. Whoever comes, whoever welcomes you welcomes me and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple. Truly, I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. This ends the reading.
1: We uh, have a special uh, treat for our special music this week. Uh, Hannah and Grace Pratt uh, have uh, shared another song with us. And so um, we're going to uh, hear their uh, blessing and song and then our sermon. Yes.
2: Thank you, Hannah and Grace.
1: Definitely.
0: Everyone, this is If We're Honest by Francesca Bellastelli Truth is harder than a lie, the dark seems safer than the light, and everyone has a heart that loves to hide. I'm a mess and so are you, we build walls nobody can get yeah, it may be hard, but the best thing we could ever do, ever do. bring your brokenness and I'll bring cause love can heal what hurt divides, and mercy's one don't pretend to be something that you're not living life afraid of getting caught there is freedom found when we lay our secrets down at the cross at the cross Bring a brokenness and I'll bring faith Cause love can heal what hurt divides And mercy's waiting on the other side If we're honest If we're honest It would change our
1: lives It would set us
0: free It's what we need to be
1: So bring your brother. Our instinct when we read a passage like this one is to ask the question, what is this text telling me to do? We hear these words of Jesus and then start the to-do list. Welcome, people. Welcome, prophets. Welcome, righteous. Give cups of cold water. Check, 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 check. Hearing this, we feel accomplished. Wow, I've done these things. Or if not, we feel guilty. Wow, I need to do more of these things. It makes sense. There are plenty of texts in scripture and messages from Jesus that help us as disciples understand what to do. In fact, this text today follows a long discourse about what it actually means to be a disciple, how disciples should behave, and what disciples should do. But that's not this text. Whoever welcomes you, that's how the text begins. And it's a plural you, by the way, that Y'all, that you all love to hear Marty and I say, y'all, whoever welcomes you, y'all welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Here, Jesus isn't giving us a long to-do list. Jesus is asking us to be welcomed. Not to welcome but to be welcome, not to do, but to be done to, not to serve, but to be the one who is served. And my Facebook memories a few days ago reminded me that it's been six years since we arrived in Norwalk and began our ministry here. As I looked back on the pictures from the first time we met many of you, there you were helping us unload our moving truck, cutting branches and bushes, pulling weeds at our home. Clint Halverson and Doug Reed, Jerry McNeely and Doug Pierce. So many of you helping, serving us. There's a lot of moments over the last six years when we have welcomed you. But on that day, you welcomed us. It was humbling to be on the sidelines watching as your new church family, whom you, you hadn't even met yet, We're doing most of the work of moving you in, rearranging the sofa, squeezing those beds upstairs, cutting those trees that have been growing far too long. It's humbling to be welcomed. As cars lined up last week for the mobile food pantry, I had the chance to visit with them as they were waiting, hearing some of their stories, meeting some people who had never needed food assistance before. See, before recent months, they had been the ones who had given, the ones who had donated, the ones who had volunteered. Now, they were the ones receiving food, and they were simultaneously gracious and uncomfortable. When I was 16, I had the opportunity of a lifetime to travel to Guinea, West Africa with my dad to visit some missionaries that our church supported. During that week, we traveled across the country from one end to the other. It was a long, rough road ride, and we had to stop at the homes of people who our church had corresponded with, maybe maybe sent letters or, or talked to on the phone, but it never met till so they were in their hotels. And so they welcomed us in, strangers, into their home. We received their hospitality. It was humbling. In my mind, we were there to help them, serve them, encourage them. Yet at every stop, they cared for us. They gave us the nicest room in the house. They fed us the best food they had. The banner fell down behind me as I talk, but I'm halfway through the sermon, so we're gonna keep going because that kind of thing happens. Uh, we slept at their homes. We received their hospitality, and it was humbling. In my mind, we were there to help them. But they helped us. They stopped their lives to welcome us. I remember feeling troubled by this. They don't need to welcome us. We're we're here to encourage them. Yet at every stop, every person, every family we met, we saw the joy on their faces. They welcomed us, and it was for them a gift. Now, I'm wondering how during this time of pandemic and economic uncertainty, How have you experienced? welcome? maybe someone threw you a birthday party parade, maybe an unexpected card or gift sharing a puzzle or a bottle of your favorites, a mayday basket, a box of food, a phone call. How have you been welcomed and how did it feel? We church folk were used to our to-do list. We're used to being told all the things we're supposed to do, the people we are supposed to serve. What we don't do well, however, is allow others to serve us. We believe that we are the ones with the gifts to give. We do not receive gifts well. Now I should clarify, there are plenty of church folk who think that the church and the world should cater to them. worship should be based on their preferences, ministry focused on their needs, society organized around their viewpoints, preferences and prejudices. If that's you, Well, know that that's not what being a disciple is about. A disciple is one who is sent into the world to serve the world. And this message from Jesus is directed at disciples, disciples who follow their master, but disciples who are sent into mission are not always good at receiving mission. Those who seek to give are not always good at receiving gifts. Whoever welcomes you welcomes Jesus welcoming others and being welcomed by others may be one of the greatest acts of discipleship we could ever do i'm reminded of a story i read a few weeks ago in the midst of those initial days of the black lives matter protest in des moines things were heated that night in the east village and the owners workers and patrons at an east village bar heard about what was going on just a few blocks from where they sat and so they decided to help It should be pointed out that the they were the owners, workers, and patrons of Blazing Saddle, Des Moines' oldest gay bar. The Blazing Saddle is known as a historic place of refuge for many who have nowhere else to go, nowhere else where they could fully be who they truly were. And in the days gone by, it was the only place of solace for so many people. It was a place that provided radical welcome, that provides radical welcome. And yet that night in the East Village they decided to take that welcome to the streets. They heard protesters protesters were coming their way and they could have been scared. A lot of business owners were that night. But instead they decided to overcome their fears and they gathered bottles of water, they gathered different supplies, uh, medical supplies they had, bandages and other things and hit the street. They met the protesters with gifts of water. They offered care to some who had been tear gassed. They provided welcome. As a result, several of those who provided this welcome were also arrested that night. They declared they were only helping. They weren't even protesting. They'd been inside. They owned the bar. They were working there, but they found themselves in jail waiting for bail for giving a cup of cold water to those in need. Not everyone who welcomes others. Is welcomed by others. I don't know what exactly Jesus may be calling you to. For some of us, we need to learn how to be welcomed, how to serve. For some of us, we need to realize that being a disciple could be as simple as welcoming someone else. We often think of discipleship as being these great acts of sacrifice and service. And yes, it is sometimes. But that's not all discipleship is. Discipleship is following Jesus, even in the mundane things, it's living your life every moment of your life in faithful discipleship to Christ discipleships can be as simple as a card, a birthday parade or a bottle of water discipleship can be accepting another's hospitality. Discipleship is showing up every day and doing those small acts of love and welcome things that seem so insignificant yet are the very things that change the world. So let me officially say to you, thank you. Thank you for your acts of discipleship. Thank you for those small gestures. Thank you for welcoming our family and all the many ways you welcomed us over the years. And thank you for welcoming so many people. You're welcome is a gift for whenever you serve someone, welcome someone, you are welcoming Jesus. It seems small, but it's actually one of the biggest acts of discipleship you can do to welcome Jesus. How incredible, how amazing. Amen. And so, We come to the Lord's table, which looks a lot like our tables, wherever you are, maybe your lap, your recliner, your ottoman, but at these tables that are ours, Jesus takes the bread, and inside of our home, Jesus welcomes us, and he takes that bread that we put on the table, and he breaks it, and he says, take and eat this bread, your bread, is now my body, given for you. And he takes that cup that you poured this morning, and he lifts it up. And he says the blessing saying, take and drink this, all of you, for this is my blood poured out for you. So Jesus welcomes us even in our own home and gives himself to us, always there, always sharing. Let us give thanks to God for these good gifts.
2: Beautiful God, thank you for welcoming us, inviting us to your table, a place where we always feel welcome and worthy and wanted and loved, a place where we belong. Thank you for giving us, Jesus, that gift that we continually remind ourselves of. Thank you for making that covenant with us, that promise that you are always there In the darkest of times and in the the brightest, gracious God, thank you for these gifts. May they be a reminder to us of your eternal presence and your commitment to all of humanity. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
1: These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God, and all are always welcome to share in God's good gifts.
0: Amen. the body and blood of Christ
1: for you. Church family, it was an honor to worship with you again. In a minute, we'll close with our uh, parting song, a Go in Peace, which we can probably uh, sing from heart uh, now. Um, but I want to leave you with uh, this uh, final benediction. We shared it uh, a few weeks ago. And I want to share it again. The benediction in a time of pandemic. Uh, it was written by the Reverend Nora Vendris, uh, who's a pastor um, in Canada. So now we leave this space of worship. And while so much of the road ahead is uncertain, the path constantly changing. We know some things that are as solid and sure as the ground beneath our feet and the sky above our head. We know God is love. We know Christ's light endures. We know the Holy Spirit is there, found in the space between all things, closer to us than our next breath, binding us to each other. Until we meet again, go in peace. Go in peace, church. And we hope to see you soon um, in Coffee Fellowship, if you're able to join us for for a few moments. And uh, Tuesday for uh, Tuesday Coffee and for our book discussion at 11 and 6. Um, We'll see you uh, what else? Oh, uh, the reopening committee, like I said, meeting Wednesday. If you haven't filled out that survey, and um, we'll send it out again tomorrow. Um, we'd love to hear from as many people as possible. Yes. Um. So uh, you can do that. Um. You can go back to your Tuesday update. It's linked there. If you want to do it right now, uh, let us close and uh, with go in peace.
0: Go in- the peace of God be with you this day. Go in peace and the peace of God be with you always. Celebrate and share the joy, Celebration life. Go in peace and the peace of God be with you always. Bye.
1: Peace, church family.
2: Take good care of yourselves and take good care of each other. We love you. Bye.
1: Bye.